Hey, this is Meredith's husband. I've got some SEO advice for you, but I'm going to keep it really simple so that you can understand it, so it makes sense, and most importantly, so you can actually use it. Okay, this week, we're going to talk about how to get more people who are visiting your website to actually contact you. Ooh, that's, that's very good. That's, a, that's why we make the app, the website. That is, yeah. Uh, so this is not uh, people. A lot of times, people just think of SEO as getting more people to your website, getting higher in the rankings. So this might mm-hmm. people tend to think this maybe is not SEO. This is improving your conversion rate. Mm-hmm. But this this all falls under under SEO in my book and in most SEOs books. Do you have a book? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't written it yet. It's still in my head. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I see the chapters. It's definitely there. Yeah, yeah, very nice. I see the footnotes. Yeah, written all over. Are you, are you noted in the foots? <laughs> I, I think I'm dedicated. Right. I think first, this is dedicated. First page for my first page is just dedicated uh, to Meredith course, yeah. from her husband. Right. Um, okay. So what what did I just say? We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about call uh, to action. Call. No, no, no. That's that's one point. We're going to talk oh. about getting more people <laughs> to visit. To contact you, who are visiting your website, that's the it's the conversion yeah. rate. So conversion I like, like I tend to th- yes, I, I tend to think C. of this. Yeah, well, you were sort of you you were right about that. That's right. Okay, today I'm talking about conversion rate. So I I tend to think one way I think about websites is so and when people are visiting your site in your case your children's photographer website right yeah. So what is it that they want to do? They want to hire a children's photographer. That's probably why they're there, right? Right. With some, you know, there are probably some people um, checking out their competition or, 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 yeah, you know. So most of the time it's because people want to hire a children's photographer, though. Right. They are not there because they want to visit children's photography websites. That's not their ultimate right. goal. Their ultimate goal is right. to hire a children's photographer. Part of your job as a website owner is to just eliminate the friction between that your website is may uh, may be creating eliminate the friction make right. it easier for them to do that uh, and you'd be surprised a lot of websites put up unnecessary they they make it they actually do things to make it more challenging oh i don't doubt it i don't even doubt even like multi million dollar companies do this this is not you know it's uh, well I, I guess this is why i'm able to make a living doing what i do but yes that's so, why they need you yeah and we need anyway you. That's good to know. <laughs> so, have you heard of that? There's, there's what they people used to say. You have two seconds when yeah. somebody visits your your website. You got two seconds to capture their attention. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's actually that was years ago. I think it's probably more like two hundredths of a second. It's uh, two oh seconds is being generous. But when somebody gets to your website, you're going to have to answer three questions like really quickly. Uh-huh. So. The questions that they are that the visitor is going to be asking themselves, probably unconsciously, but you know, what is this place? What what am I looking at? Where am I? I mean, they don't know. You know, they're this is the first time they're well, potentially the first time they're interacting with your business or your brand at all, and you don't know what page they're coming into. They, it might not be your homepage. In fact, it, probably at right. least half the time they're coming into some other page. Hmm. So you got to let them know right away. What is this place? Then you got to let right. them know what are they supposed to do. 
Okay. So they know where they are. They know what you're, what it is they're looking at. What is it? What is, what do, what do they have to do on this page? Do they need to read a bunch of text? Do they need to watch a video? Do they need to look at images? Do they need to, you know, take a test, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the, then the third thing is what is the decision then that they need to make? And that's going to be your, your call to action. What do they need to decide ultimately either to do or not do on this page? You know, either they're going to do something or they're going to leave most likely. Right. So those are the three things. Those are the three questions. And that you need leave to is called a bounce. That's a bounce. Yeah. If somebody comes into your, uh, that's correct. Good job. Uh, it's also what happens, you know, when I go to parties and it's just not happening. Yeah. I say, yo, I got to, you know, bounce. I like, I like to think that SEO is so hip that, you know, when you go to like a cool party and, and people are like, yo, man, I got to bounce that, that yes, they're talking about exactly. that, that they're get that from SEO. It's probably not the case. In my mind. It's in my book. Mm-mm. It's chapter three. <laughs> um, okay, so those three things. So let's go over those three things and how you answer those questions really quickly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number one, what am I looking at? Why yeah. am I here? What is, or not why am I here? What is this place? So yeah. imagine kind of, you know, the feeling sometimes you wake up and you don't know where you are. And you have that feeling, where is am I? Is the real world? Yeah, that's just... That's in your head. Um, <laughs> so you got to – so they have to know right away. And this is usually the heading, the like the, there's going to be an what we call an H1 tag. The heading, uh-huh, the uh-huh. big, big headline at the top of any web page is probably going to be the, the what they call the H1 tag. And you got to let people know what are they looking at. It's pretty. Right. It's it's pretty easy if you're looking at your you know children's uh, photo gallery. Say you know children's photo gallery, you know, so people right. know where they are. Don't say – uh, you know, contact me and then have a gallery like, you know, right. like just so this is pretty easy. Another quick thought here. One place where I see this backfiring on people is with sort of clever headlines. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I like clever headlines. I like anything that makes people smile. But don't shoot yourself in the foot by making it so clever that people don't get the point and they don't know where they are. Yeah. Number two, what are they supposed to do? So this is a little more kind of like subjective, I guess. Like they're going to know this is a little more – got to make it intuitive. What are people supposed to – you don't tell them, read this paragraph of text. Look at this image. Um, It's a little more intuitive. Like if there's an an image gallery, most likely they're supposed to look at that – at the images in that gallery. So the thing to do though is don't give people competing things to do. Right. So don't have, for example, if you have some text that you want a, a, a visitor to read, don't have two big chunks of text right next to each other. Because then in, yeah. their, in their mind, that's, those are competing. Th- which, which of these things of text am I supposed to read? This is why you very often see, you know, when you're looking at a web page, you'll get like a, some sort of image on one side and the, and the text on the other side. Yeah. Those two yeah. things are not competing. Right. Like you don't, you don't, you'll never going to see like, two images right next to each other without any text. It's like there's a flow there. Like people can look at an image and it's usually not, it's going to be a lot of times it's a very generic image just there to like, Mm -hmm. you know, guide the eye through. Uh, You won't see two, you you know, two videos right next to each other, two galleries right next to each other. Uh, So this is more about flow and giving things Mm -hmm. one thing to do at a time. Now on a webpage, you can, you can have somebody, you can have a few things for them to do. One, two, three, and then plus your call to action. But don't give them to them at the same time. 
uh-huh. don't make it. Right. That that creates a sort of overwhelming feeling. Uh, the one exception to that would be like discount uh, e-commerce stores like Amazon. Right. You know, you go to Amazon. There's a million things to do. Uh, that's right. because it's you know it kind of oh it, it's it, the the sensation that they're going for is to is to is to overwhelm you with all the great bargains like something like right. that. Right. That's if you look at a higher end e-commerce, look go visit Apple or something like that. They probably don't do that. Mm-mm. And lead gen sites like everything outside of e-commerce is usually often a lead gen site. Uh, lead generation, Meaning. lead generation. Like you, you, yeah. You want somebody to contact you so that you can do business with them. You want to, you want to keep it simple. So you have right. your one, two, th- maybe three things for somebody to do: read some text, watch a video, look at a gallery. Then you're going to have the third thing: your your call to action. What are, what is the decision they need to make on this page before they bounce? And we don't want them to bounce you, unless if it's not a cool not party, then they're going to bounce. They gotta bounce. Gotta make the party cool, my friends. Is that a callback? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, it's a little soon to be a callback, but yeah, it was a callback. Well, you kind of want to space that out a bit. All right, we'll need so to make this satisfying. podcast longer so I can do more callbacks. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what everybody uh, wants. So the call to action is is the decision. That's the uh, very you know on a lot of your main web pages. That's going to be contact me. Book a. Yeah. Uh, book a session, you know, make a reservation, whatever. On a blog page, it might be something else like, "Hey, read these other blogs." Uh, but this, and this is the so this is the final thing that that people need to do. And a lot of times, what people are going to do when they open up when they start visiting a web page for the first time is they're going to probably scan the page to see what that what the call to action is. What are you asking them to do? What is the de- mm-hmm. decision they'll need to make? Then they'll go back and they'll read through. And subconsciously, they're kind of thinking, okay, how does this, you know, are you, are, you know, they're going to look at what you're trying to sell them and then go back and look at your page, the rest of your content and then actually right. decide, right. do they want that? Exactly. And what you're selling exactly. them is just to contact you. So this is like that process, those three questions, that's just eliminating the friction, making it easier. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if somebody comes to your site, of any page on your site, and they, even for us, for a tiny fraction of a second don't know what it is they're looking at or don't know what they're supposed to do or don't know what decision they need to make, that's a little bit of frustration. That kind of fits what they used to call the the two-second test and what I've talked about Amazon and their when they did when Mm -hmm. they studied conversion rates and if a page takes like a thousandth of a second longer or a tenth of a second longer to load, the conversion rate noticeably drops. So don't so eliminate friction, eliminate any uneasiness or confusion or distraction, and just make it easy. Because remember, that person, at least partly, is there because they want to hire you, they want to hire a children's photographer, right? It's a mouse with the cheese. The mouse wants the cheese. If you give it a labyrinth, it's not going to be happy. You give them a tunnel, boom, mm-hmm. mouse to cheese. That's the M to C rate. It's chapter seven. Oh, in my book, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, I thought it was nine for some reason. That is the end of this podcast. (laughs) There it is. What what were we going to talk about? If anybody has an idea on how you end end the podcast, we're like the people at the party. There's a podcast on it. Yeah, probably. We're we're like the people at the party who just go around and keep saying goodbye but never leave. I know. Good God. Okay, bye everybody, thank you. Genius. Hey. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really hope that you find this helpful and useful. And if you do, what you could do for us as a thanks would be to... Drumroll, please. Yes, leave a review. Yes, everybody says it, I know, but it really does make a difference. Take three seconds. Leave as many stars. Say something really nice about what you like about the podcast and maybe why other people would like it. It would mean the world to us, especially my husband. Is that better? All right, I'm going to try one where I'm not going to be charming.